Hello everyone, welcome back to the Discast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Noah. And we are your hosts. Thank you for tuning in. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about is the support we've been receiving. I know a lot of you have been listening in, um, either through SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. That's right. We got our podcast approved for Apple Podcasts so that those of you who do not want to go to SoundCloud or sign up for SoundCloud or whatever, um, you can listen on Apple Podcasts now. And I think that's really cool. It didn't take that long to get the um, approved for it, which is surprising. We only had one episode. It was kind of sketchy. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're on Apple now. We're going to apply for Spotify as soon as one of us is 18, because that's a requirement. Well, hey, I'm turning 18 in two weeks, so you know, that might be happening soon. Check us out on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. When nice. the time comes, at least. Mm-hmm. We'll be on Spotify so that you, those of you who prefer Spotify um, can listen there. And what's really cool about Spotify, just like Apple... They allow you to download podcasts without paying for a premium account. So you can listen to those offline and ad-free, which is pretty cool, if you ask me. Okay. Um, We're super excited to expand our Discast podcast, and we sincerely thank you for all your support. We appreciate it a lot. Yeah, we've been hearing, um, for those of you who have been listening and uh, uh, saying, uh, wow, it's so uh, cool and inspirational to hear about all this. We really appreciate the positive feedback. Um, we're hoping to build a good support base because, um, as you know or may or may not know, SoundCloud only lets you upload a maximum of 180 minutes. So we're hoping we can um, maybe secure a few um, backers or some kind of support so we can move to a podcasting platform that will allow us to upload unlimited episodes and then we can maybe do multiple seasons or something like that. And the lowest I've found is three bucks a month. So we'll work our way up. But for now, SoundCloud is working out. We can upload about two or three more episodes before we hit our limit. Okay. Is that all for that? That is all. Awesome. Okay, next uh, next thing I wanted to talk about, I've got my I've got my list here. <laughs> you can hear. Um, well, I can take these off now. They have phones. Okay. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about is um, our a topic change. Now, in our last or first podcast episode, we were talking about culture, and I think that's really cool um, that we got to talk about that. But at the same time, after talking with one of our listeners, um, this price for I came I came to a realization that this is a stuff like that is something that you could hear from any podcast or like any generic podcast, and I want to separate us from that group, and so therefore, I um, I'm proposing that we we move our your caps lock is on. Oh, we move wow. our <laughs> we move our our topics more towards the um, idea of our a disorder, and not not a total story time podcast, but um, we could find a way to tie in our deal with. Hi. Hi, <laughs> That's the mailman. Yes. If you didn't know. 
He's so nice. We find a way to tie in our, our things with certain aspects of society. So that would that would really set us apart from the rest. Yeah, it's it's something that we have unique to us, our disorder. If you didn't watch our previous episode, please check it out so you can learn more about how we You too. How Jackson and I function, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um did we we didn't go to, we we went a little bit in depth, but just a quick reminder. Um it causes social blockades, um, causes a lot of anxiety. Um, we accelerate some areas where others don't, but we're also slower in other areas compared to other people. That's the basis of it. Yeah, that summarizes it, that summarizes it pretty well, I'd say. Yeah. So there's that. So I think that moving forward, we should um, try to incorporate more of that aspect in our podcast. Um, so there's that. And then finally... Um, scheduling now um, it's been almost two months since the first episode we're aware of that there's a lot of conflicts in our schedules Um, but we are happy to finally be bringing you guys this uh, second episode and we're hoping to bring out many more in the coming uh, weeks or months Um, this is definitely not the last time you're hearing from us this is something that we really are passionate about and we want to pursue and so, as a result, we'll make sure it happens. We've just been very busy lately, and our <laughs> schedules have been conflicting with each other, so that's why we haven't been able to meet up until now. So, yes. we we sincerely apologize for the long wait. And with a bunch of projects and stuff like that, it can be kind of hard at times. Definitely. So we're back at it, and we'll make sure we upload more regularly, we're hoping, starting soon, because it's going to become easier soon. Okay. That's all I really had on my list here. So um, we could find something to talk about. Is there anything you wanted to talk about, maybe? Well, yeah, of course. Um, Technology in the world, that's a topic I kind of wanted to brush up on a little bit. It's changed a lot, especially in the last couple decades, because the Internet has, from my point of view, has been accelerating the rate of change for not only, like, other people, but technology as well, because everyone has an, more access to resources than they did before. Like, for example, like take a person in 1950 and compare a man from compare them to someone from today. They have now that man from 1950. They would have to send a letter to get, and that letter would take a specific amount of time, days, weeks, months, even. To just to get to the other sender. Now we have something called email that allows us to instantly send a letter to someone else. It, and it significantly shortens the amount of time that it takes to get tasks done. And that's why it allows us to accelerate our technological growth. But at the same time, we need to be careful to make sure that that techno- technological growth doesn't destroy our planet. Because as we know, global warming is a real issue in my personal opinion and we're moving towards a we're moving towards something that we that may be inevitable which would be our the inevitable destruction of our own planet by our own hands just through global warming (laughs) you have anything to say about that jackson yes 
kind of. <laughs> um, I know that was a lot to digest. <clears throat> I'm sorry. You got a point. Um, the way things are going right now, um, this uh, this sudden surge in technology, technological advancements, is great. Um, but also, an interesting. Excuse you. Sorry, the dog is just <laughs> the being the dog. Just um, vibing. You're gonna hear him growl a little bit. Maybe I should close the blind. Um, do you realize that? <laughs> there he is. And there we go. Excuse us. Okay, we're back. Um, so okay. Oh, now I'm really loud. Whoops. Um, so do you realize Sorry that most of we made we've made most of our technological advancements in the past. 30 to 40 years actually because it's 2020 now and i remember the first like the first computer breakthrough started rolling around in the 70s and 80s we're at a point where all our tvs are so clear and our computers are so fast that it feels like um in that area we're kind of reaching a limit to um how much how creative it can get and i say this in like a meaning of um, like my computer here is pretty fast. Um, and like the latest in stuff from Intel and AMD computer manufacturers and all that, it's it's so fast. It's more fast than you'd ever need. And the way um, that they get money is, or not that they get money, that they find purpose in creating these super, these faster things is um. Like Windows gets really will get really bogged down if you don't have the latest hardware. People keep buying these nicer stuff, nicer things, so that they can get the latest and greatest. We, as humans, have um, we have sur we survived so many years without all of this stuff, um, and now we're just finding we're just trying to find ways to justify making all these breakthroughs. Um, computers have helped a lot, but they we we have the ability to do stuff on our own. Yeah, we're becoming. I think we're becoming way too dependent on technology, and I'm really worried. There because was a time when people thought that computers were not going to be any, were not going to like like matter. <laughs> that they and, thought it was going to be like a joke. <laughs> yeah, look at today. The world is practically run by computers. I'd say. Yeah, it it really really is. Now, um, like, there, but then there's a, um, there's a counter-argument, the devil's advocate here, uh, robots. We're talking about uh. factory robots, they, um, that help assemble cars, they will lift tons of weight, and even, I saw a video the other day of this, like, exoskeleton that, like, it went up along your arms, and it was like a, it went around your torso, and it just gave you an extra few pounds of lift, which really helped out in some cases and will keep your arm from getting tired if you're, like, working on something above your head or whatever. And they use those in factories along with um, just giant robot arms. And robots will do all the work for you, too, which is good and bad. Definitely. Good, good because it makes things more efficient and they can lift more weight, but bad because it can put people out of jobs. And that's very that's very crucial at this time because our population on the world is not it's not going to go down it's exponentially increasing, and 
with less jobs available and more people, you kind of know where that's going. It's just adding to the problems of world hunger, famine, world thirst. That's poverty. Poverty. Jo- yeah. Lack of jobs, um, which leads to poverty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but it's just that that's just kind of a problem with all of this stuff and then not even to mention that when artificial intelligence becomes advanced enough um what are the what are they going to do going to become self-aware try to kill everyone um robots are the superior race blah 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 we can't program them to not kill us they just they make their own decisions I mean, there's there's possible. To, I think it's possible to put a failsafe in there, and if that were to ever happen, I suppose. I mean, yeah, that is. I mean, um, not if we make them fully self-aware. If they, if yeah. we if we make it so that they make all of their own decisions, then we can't govern what they can and can't do. They would That's be like taking they, away yeah. free will. They'd be easily be able to override that failsafe. I think so. Yeah, they figure they'd figure it out, and then um, that would be the end of us. There's been several <laughs> movies made on it. Terminator's a great example. Uh, Skynet, I believe it's called. I'm not the biggest expert on Terminator. I, I sincerely apologize if I get my facts wrong. But I believe Skynet took over the world and basically took over every program there was to be and just started a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> it's also the kind of the plot of G-Force. <laughs> G-Force. <laughs> The, the movie with the guinea pigs where everything becomes interconnected. I don't think I know that one. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so there's that. I could actually show you a trailer if I turn my monitor around. It's, it's so dumb. You guys will, you guys will probably hear it in the, um, recording. Here, do you want to see the trailer? Yeah, sure. It might be loud. I don't know. It's probably still connected to your headphones. Yep. <laughs> sure is. But anyway, yeah. So you don't remember the movie with the guinea pigs? Nope, I I don't think I ever watched this one. <gasps> Wait, no, I I might I don't think I watched this movie, but I might have seen a trailer of it before because it looks oddly familiar. <laughs> it's Speckles, where he builds the giant robot out of microwaves and coffee makers and tries to kill everyone. Yeah, I don't think I remember that. Yeah, that's that's the future. There you go. We're we're obviously experts on this field. We know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, um, anything else we wanted to note on that? Um, not really, I think. I think we touched about... How do you think our disorder relates to this? Yeah, I was about to... I was actually about to bring that point in next. Um, do we think the people, um, people like us show promise in helping this society? We, um, with our... With all conditions taken into consideration... We are, we tend to be, people with Asperger's actually tend to be really sweet, um, which yeah. that doesn't, that doesn't do a whole lot in True. all honesty, um, but it's a plus. <laughs> yeah, it's a plus. We, uh, we, um, we know our, we have our morals set straight almost, um, definitely 
a guilt or not a guilty, but a, a more a tougher conscience, and so we were harder on ourselves. Um, and another thing to add, we're also introverts, and I think our society, our current society, is is starting to benefit introverts more because with technological advancement, you. I guess you can start becoming less dependent on others and more dependent on the technology that surrounds you. Yes. So um, this doesn't apply to us specifically. This applies to everybody on the spectrum. Yeah. Um, We tend to be able to laser focus and be really good at memorization. Plus with the the introversion, like you mentioned, um, that means we spend more time uh, focused on personal projects instead of... um, we don't tend to make as many bad decisions because we um, we are more careful. I think most for the most part, I, I would say more like um, we tend to busy ourselves with other things. It's it's not a ma- it's not a matter of um, who's better. It's just a matter of while other people are out doing stuff, people in the spectrum tend to sp- spend more time like either gaming or work like getting themselves evacuated with code you know arduinos and all that and so being able to employ these people will um be a benefit to a company because they um they show promise in with programming and um not programming but they can be a valuable asset that's basically what i'm saying yeah and i think uh people like us would fare very well in the cybersecurity field because it's all about programming there. And mm. since cybersecurity is becoming more and more important to this day as there are more people who make viruses and these viruses become more dangerous over time. Just think about the t- viruses back in 2002 compared to the ones today. We now have crypto viruses <laughs> just lo- which just locks up our computer and encrypt- encrypts our files. And back then, there wasn't really anything like that. I mean, sure, there's, there were um, viruses that could completely like <coughs> destroy the computer. For example, the CIH virus could completely brick the computer. Yeah, so there, there is that. And then, um, what else? I um, give me one second. Okay, we're back. I had to take a, a, a thought break. Um, Right. A another idea is that they um the companies are more likely to hire these kinds of people because they are so hyper focused on this one thing and if they apply and get the position of their specialty job, they can totally excel. And um putting these people to work in um just a bunch of thinking, like a, a think tank, if you will, um they put their heads together they come up with something totally revolutionary that nobody would have ever thought of now please we are not like trying to exalt ourselves as the the total final form of all human beings we have we we have our flaws we are very we can be very flawed but um the basic idea is uh, sometimes people on the spectrum do get hyper focused and they come up with uh, cool ideas of course um they also tend to lose sight or like remember that they need to take breaks and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. but with the proper um regulation of all of this they can actually come up with some cool ideas so there is that um 
All right, so we do have we do have another topic that we've come up with. We'd like to talk about. Uh, we would like to touch back on the musical. I know um, in January when we recorded the first episode, we kind of touched lightly on this, but we're going to we want to talk a little bit more depth about it now that everything is really starting to come together. We're doing almost full runs we're getting there that's gonna be next week next week is our going to be our tech week which if you don't know what a tech week is it's basically the week of we start integrating technical we start we start integrating the technical aspects um but mainly um this weekend we're going to start our full runs and that's a big deal for someone with um with anxiety and and struggles so I am the stage manager, so I can't say a whole lot about the performing aspect, but uh, I know that my uh, co-host here can tell you a little bit more about how it's going. All right, so currently our how we're doing with our performance aspect of the musical, it's gone far better in my opinion. I'm not going to try to diss all the other musicals we've done, especially the ones I've done in my past couple of years, but... We, this it's been so much better and so much more there's just so much less anxiety with it compared to the last musical we did mame and i think one of the biggest reasons for that is because the casting of this musical has barely any bad blood within it and that that basically means that there's no one really hates each other within the main cast and i know there's a couple of toxic people in the cast i don't want to name them but mm-hmm. there are definitely some people I wouldn't trust, but I don't really talk to them that often, so I, that doesn't really give me that much anxiety. The only thing that really gives me anxiety is just, I'm not too sure, just hoping that um, everyone does their part and that yeah. the technical aspects of the show can also can coexist with the production aspect of the so, of the show. Yeah. Okay, so we do. We have a guest coming on for a little bit. Uh, Anthony, say hi. Hey, everybody. He's here to work on a project later, but we thought we <laughs> might as well um, have him in for a little bit. Okay, so Anthony, how would you say that the show is coming along? This I think year? it's uh, going along pretty good. Well, I don't know which one. I don't know which <laughs> word to use. That's so this is your this is your first year doing musical. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, it's very. Still, kind of getting used to it because, um, like, uh, I'm like surrounded by all these people that like have like resumes under their belt. They've been like, <laughs> yeah. they have like actual theater programs at like their school, and like they've been in like other musicals. And like, I've I've like had like actually like literally like no experience. You're doing with... an excellent job, so yeah, well, thank though. you. Better um, than I am, I think. <laughs> now, I think, no, I think we're all doing all right. Like, we're yeah. doing. I think like since like you like you were saying like since we're like such a good cast. I feel like we can all like work together, like yeah, fine. exactly. And now, like, now it, this is uh, this is your first year doing musical. You mm-hmm. decided you wanted to do it after last year's show, yeah. Name, um, he he likes. Um, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd say older. Maybe classical stuff. Maybe like He's, vintage. He digs the he digs the older eras. So um, we're happy to have him on the cast this year as part of this twenties uh, based show. Yeah, which is a really cool vibe to it. Yeah. Neither of you are in frame for live, but that's okay. <laughs> wow. Um, yes. So, um, Anthony, as you're aware, um, we had a majority of our cast leave last year because a lot of them were seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So you're going into a cast as mainly sophomore, some That's true, a lot of junior, um, and a few seniors. Um, how do you think everybody's getting along, and how are you getting along with everybody? I think honestly, like everyone's getting along like perfectly fine. Like I don't like hear like any like like negativity. negativity. Yeah, there's like no negativity. And that's good. Like, I don't, I mean, like, I don't really like, I, I mean, I don't think anybody encourages that stuff. Like, I like, absolutely, like, that's like, that sounds very counter. Unless they're toxic. Yeah, this sounds like very counter, it's a big word for me. <laughs> so I can't say, like, counter or something. Productive? Maybe. <laughs> it's like, I hate negativity, so like, that's kind of yeah. goes against it. But, but yeah, nobody's like, everyone seems to like be, be getting along fine. I'm getting along fine with everybody. And like, that's always yeah. good. I don't yeah. like, yeah. You know, do you have any questions of being a part of the cast with him? Do you have any, uh, you just want to, like, ask, inquire about any experience, anything like that? Anthony, yeah. I know you're going to be a senior next year going into the musical. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Uh, I mean, I don't know, because, like, um, like, well, okay, because, like, like I said, I'm still kind of, like, Still, like, kind of getting used to, like, working with all, like, these hot shots like you guys. Because, like, you guys, like, had experience in this, like, my first year. So, I like, don't, really call don't, myself a hot shot. Don't totally downplay yourself because you have a lot. You have years of um, Black box play. Experience. That's true. You have plays true. under your belt. That's true. That's true. So, everyone actually are, a lot of people actually already know who you are. Only, that's like, a few true, people yes. in the cast don't. Yeah. You're not totally yeah. inexperienced. This is just your first time working on the big stage. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So, right. Um, with that being said... Um, you, does it make you like a whole new level of anxious or just a little bit? <laughs> it's uh, mainly a whole new level because like you're in like, a big stage. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. It was like that for me in my freshman year with high school musical. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Please help. There's a reason I do crew. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little anxious in that area. Now, um, relations with people, you're, you already mentioned that everyone else is getting along, and you're yeah. getting along with everyone else fine. Um, and that's really good to hear. I, I don't know if I can say the same for myself. Um, I'm getting along with mostly everybody. Um, definitely a lot better than years past. I, I, am sure. the, I am the head of the crew. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a <laughs> lot for me. Um, but it also means it's easier for me... Um, to open up to people because I feel uh, more secure doing it. Um, I'm definitely trying not to take advantage of my powers as stage oh, manager. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I'm doing a pretty good job. I'm 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 really if anybody, um, Catherine is um, is more involved with the crew. <laughs> um, there's so there's that. Yeah. Um, I know she's like very like passionate and stuff about that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it. And she's done so much prop work and set building work, and I do most of the technical stuff. Yeah. Um, that's not, I don't know if that's really how stage manager is supposed to work. When it comes down to rehearsal times, I'll be taking notes on, notes, cue, on yeah. cues and stuff like that. Um, but for the time being, I just walk around and distract people, and I'm sure <laughs> that gets on people's nerves. Um, just a little bit. I think it's kind of your way of like, kind of like bonding with people, though. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm backstage making making friends. <laughs> making we'll leave the, it at that. Making the funniest. 
<laughs> lol. It's. I think it's a good idea too because yeah. um, well, until Miss Sawyer yells at me, of course. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But it allows you. It allows you to bond. It allows the crew through you to yeah. bond with the yeah. cast members. And Mr. Clark is a or is it, uh, or tra- director for <laughs> a non-nominee. Blah blah. Uh, he. Uh, I've been told that it is great that I am um, helping the new crew um, get associated with the cast because. The idea of the whole musical is to have a family. For years past, we can't say we've had a family. That's because, definitely true. Um, because of, I, I don't even drama. know why. We call it drama. musical drama. It's, it's not even, drama, it, it's, drama. It's, it's sort of, it's, <laughs> it's sort of musical drama, but at the same time, it's just people not being open. So this yeah, year, everyone is on the same, is on a level playing field. The cast and the crew are getting along really well, especially with all of the crew hours that cast members have to do. Oh, yeah. Um, it's the most cooperation I've seen between the two the entire time I've been at Bishop Lynch. And I'm really happy that people are finally getting along. I'm glad that you're happy to see that. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if you've noticed it, but there's been no... Um, tension between the cast and crew oh, it just kind oh of, that's not it ta- kind of good. flows between the two whereas yeah. in the years past it's just kind of been a separation and i should say even in the crew there's been tears which ended um this year which is awesome to see everyone is is equally nice to each other um because no one has this like high and mighty attitude this year and it's really awesome to yeah, see everyone collaborating could you say the same for cast Yes, definitely. I mean, mm-hmm. we had one person that was had that high and mighty attitude. I think you know yeah. who you're talking about, but she left. So, oh, well, yeah. There is this one guy named Noah. And- hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> he's really mean. <laughs> I've heard that. An- I've heard that this Anthony guy has this huge ego. <laughs> no, that dude is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, yeah. Do we have any closing thoughts? <clears throat> Not necessarily. I mean, uh, for musical, yeah, I'm just like still like like very happy to like be working with everyone, like working with like a cast. Like, like we're on such a like, great team. This yeah, year. like everyone's like everyone like flows like water, <laughs> and like oh that's God. good. That's good because like I feel like because I don't know like because like out of like what I've heard like from like previous shows, like I feel like I would have like been like a much more nervous wreck if I like joined sooner. Well, I feel like I'm like glad I'm like really glad to be a part of the show like where it is now because like everyone's yeah. like really nice and open and like I'm really happy to, yeah. to see and I can't wait to see how the performances go. Yeah. Hopefully, me too. I can't wait to see how everything comes together at the last minute in typical theater <laughs> fashion. I can't really um, watch anything from backstage because I'm on like almost every single yeah. scene. So <laughs> yeah. you know. So yeah, and to finish off, um, the link to our. Um, ticket sales website will be in the description of this episode if you want to come see you're um, welcome to buy a ticket and come see it Um, tickets will sell out fast in typical fashion so get them while you can Um, and that's that so I unfortunately have an appointment to run off to so we're gonna have to end this here a 10 minute short but um, I, I we all thank you for tuning in today um, I think we've covered a lot and we will definitely have more episodes coming to you in the future. All right. Well, Thanks for watching all. Thank you for thank having you for me listening. On, gentlemen. <laughs> it was a pleasure. <laughs> I'll see all of you later.